I'm Bob, and I collect stamps. Welcome back. This is the Bob Collects Stamps podcast, and I am pretending once again to be Bob. Whether you're also pretending to be Bob or not, I hope you are safe and well. I also hope, though maybe less importantly, that you'll consider liking and subscribing to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. It usually happens weekly. I also hope you'll look for my YouTube channel and follow me on Twitter at Collects Stamps. Yes, there are two S's in the middle, one at the end. Many topics are something that has really grabbed my attention in the last few months. You see, usually topical collections that, by their nature, can only consist of a few stamps. The idea was brought to my attention by someone posting on the American Topical Association's Facebook page, I encourage you to follow if you're a member, and I immediately found it intriguing. These mini-topics are usually possible because few or only one country has issued stamps with that topic, and even then it's not represented on a lot of stamps. The broader topics, such as birds or trains on stamps, may have thousands of items the avid collector might want to collect. A subtopic, like my collection of Australian stamps with birds, might contain hundreds. In my case, just over 500. A mini-topic, like my King Arthur collection, might consist of a dozen, or a couple dozen stamps. It can be a great way to set a target for yourself that you can see the end of in a short time. In less than six months, for instance, I collected all the King Arthur stamps I can find that have ever been issued. And yes, I'm aware that the Royal Post has chosen this moment to add to the topic and issue more Arthurian stamps this year. But that's easily and quickly dealt with by ordering them as soon as they appear. I have a few other mini-collections I'm working on, part of either larger topics I'm interested in, such as emus on the Australian bird stamps or goldfish, part of my freshwater fishes topical collection. But I have a few others. There are enough stamps in both of those cases that they might be categorized as subtopics rather than mini-topics, but you get the idea. Using the mini-collection concept, you don't have to limit yourself to topical collections. You can do a fine small collection of stamps from short-lived dead countries or dead postal authorities, places such as Danzig, which issued stamps from 1921 to 1938, or the Orange Free State overprint stamps, which were only issued in eight years between 1877 and 1897. You could have great fun with such small collection concept. How about collecting 19th century royalty on 20th century stamps in profile facing left? Or try Arabian horses with the right front foot off the ground? Of those horse stamps, I'd be interested to know if there are any that would be in that collection. Some of these mini-collections would make great exhibits, too. Overprint postal history of the Orange Free State, goldfish on stamps, a philatelic look at the right-hoofed Arabians. Exhibiting is definitely something I want to do, and that kind of exhibit is likely to be more aligned with my interests and my knowledge and my budget than many other exhibit ideas. You might look into this type of collection to start an exhibit of your own. Though I haven't tried it yet, exhibiting is looking like it's pretty easy. You just have to follow a few standardization steps, and that's about it. 
course, figuring out where your exhibit would fit among the structure of exhibits, that can be the difficult part. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you found it of interest, maybe even of use. Please do like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Hmm. I wonder how many Australian bird stamps have birds in flight flying to the left in a blue sky. Maybe I'll go find out. Keep collecting. Collect what you want. Don't follow anybody else's rules except have fun and take care of yourself and your stamps. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.